I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Entrepreneurs are seeing the need to really promote themselves as much as possible online. So this means across all of their platforms, including Instagram, but your website, any sort of content marketing. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We'd love to hear what you think. And we have a big announcement to make. Make sure to keep listening through the end of the podcast because Cocktails and Content Creation is taking a huge leap. Woohoo! We are excited and thrilled to share with you at the end of the show. Now, last episode, we talked about Black Lives Matter movement on social media and how we can do better, all of us can do better, moving forward. And our guest, Alexa Johnson of the Affordable Fashion and Lifestyle blog, Alexa M. Johnson, really shared some helpful insights along those lines. So if you haven't listened to episode 13 yet, you may want to check it out after the episode. But for this episode, we're actually going to find out all about our very own Jesse Wyman's passion project, the brand photographer method. But before we get into that, Jesse, and I'm very excited to do so, what are you drinking? I am going pretty regular today. I'm drinking another Downy cider. I just, I just love them. They're so easy to drink. Not too heavy, not too sweet kind of thing. It's like, what is it? The, the, the bears? What's the you know, not too big, not too small, just right. Oh, Goldilocks? Yeah. <laughs> Goldilocks. <laughs> it's a, I'm the parent and you're the one who's like, Goldilocks. I haven't even told Arielle that story yet. Goldilocks, that one. Still a little too young for that one. But mm. well, I am definitely going sweet with a peach bellini. They are just. Mm, I it's, know. It's, so it's April and, you know, we're we're having a good time. Getting into it. Yep. Well, as you said, as, as I said. We're talking all about you, Jesse, today. Yeah. So for today's discussion, I am going to talk about my own photography journey and how I ultimately ended up in the brand photography world. And I'm also going to touch upon a bunch of other things. You know, what is brand photography? You know, why is it even a thing? How to add it to your marketing program uh, and save you time up level with your content how prepping for a brand shoot is way different than any form of prep you would need for a wedding and family session, um, what my planning process looks like, plus where I get most of my clients. And I have to thank you because you basically just wrote out the show notes for me just there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Making it easy for the Making podcast as editor here. Yep. Editor and producer here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny because in t- I remember this in 2018, it's we, so we have a long history together and I've touched on that before. Like, you know, we met in 2010 through my husband and um, then you ended up living in my house for a little bit in our, in our apartment downstairs. And then in 2013, you took our engagement photos. And I remember you like messaging me through Facebook about that and me being like, I haven't even thought about it. Then, you know, we used you for wedding photography. And then in 2018, you know, I thought, okay, I'm kind of done with, not done with you. (laughs) Certainly wasn't done with you. But in terms of photography, like you were a wedding photographer and you were a family photographer and I didn't have a family yet. So, and I wasn't even sure I was going to have kids. So I was like, okay, well, you know, Jesse's such a great photographer. um, But now I got to look for other photographers for other things because I was starting to get into, um, you know, influence, you know, doing the influencer and Instagram thing. And then 
you texted me in 2018 and said, would you be interested in doing a branding session? And I was like, I texted you back. I was like, what, what is that? <laughs> what is a branding session? And you kind of, you kind of gave me an idea. And I was thinking that's exactly what I needed, not only for my blog and Instagram, but just for me, because I felt like I was starting to consider um, making a life change and that turned into REL, but also leaving my full-time job and, you know, going into more of the, um, you know, blogging world and I was going to need photos. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's right. do it. You right. know, and, and now it is, it's funny because we're both on the Boston Business Women page and it is such, like, I see it almost every other day. Somebody's looking for lifestyle shots, branding, photography, you know, with the rise of online businesses and so many people taking that entrepreneurship route, like I've done in the past year, we've seen a shift in how we do business and how we market and promote those businesses Mm -hmm. from having a great start, user-friendly website to amazing sales funnels to planning an entire photo shoot to tell your story. These are just Mm -hmm. a few things online entrepreneurs are doing to stay relevant these days. You know, you have to be competitive and you have to build your presence across all digital platforms. It's not just, it's not just as much as we talk about Instagram on the show, it's not just Instagram. Right. So that's why today we're going to focus on that brand photography piece because it's such a hot topic, both from the photographer side of things, but also for business owners looking to possibly take that next step. And I love this because on your website, it actually says um, up-level your business. Mm-hmm. And it's totally true. Um, so f- for today's web episode, I'm interviewing our very Woo-hoo. own Jesse Wyman, owner of Jesse Wyman Photography and founder of the Brand Method, Brand Photographer Method. And she's going to share with us all things branding photography. So if you guys don't know what branding photography is like I didn't in 2018, you will by the end of this episode. And you also will probably be signing up for a shoot. So let's just jump into it. Jesse. what is branding photography? So I'm going to tell you what I think brand photography is. So for, for me and for my clients, it's creating images and imagery for any of your digital platforms, just like we just mentioned. Um, you know, you, you said it pretty much spot on with the uh, you know rise of online business. Uh, entrepreneurs are seeing the need to really promote themselves as much as possible online. So this means across all of their platforms, including Instagram, but your website, any sort of content marketing, so email newsletters, blogs, funnels, you have an online course, you might need imagery for that. It's really a way to um, up-level your brand uh, in the form of the visual aesthetics. So having amazing photos can not only do that, you know, make your aesthetic better, but also tell your story. It can be a piece of showing your strategy, showing it is what it is you offer, showing your personality. And so brand photography, what it does is it capitalizes on um, what you need to help you capitalize on your own offer and services. So we will work through uh, what that looks like for for a particular business or brand through a a robust planning process, Uh, you know, usually starting with a questionnaire or a Pinterest exercise. And, you know, I get on a call with all of my clients for a shoot planning call and we'll really identify what it is um, we want to capture what is your what are the shots going to look like? What is the stories you want to tell? Who is your audience? What is it that we're going to get? And ultimately, you will have a commercial license to use those images uh, commercially, essentially, rather than 
you know, something where you're just going to, you know, print a couple images for your family photo where it's more of a personal use, you're getting a commercial use to use them on your website and marketing material, uh, advertising, things like that. So that, I know that's a long-winded answer, but that is what brand photography is in a nutshell. Well, and it's so funny that you mentioned how you you go through a planning process because you were when we did our sh- our shoot together, you were kind of refining that method. But even even in its infancy, you going over the shoot, the the props that I was going to bring, the props that you were going to bring, the kind of stories. That was another thing I didn't. I'm like, what are you talking about stories? Um, the stories that we wanted to create. It it not only helped. You know, it not only helps me to ha- have those images, which I still I still use them today. I mean, even with the I now I have blonde hair, but, you know, I go back and forth between blonde and pink. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I still use them even two and a half years later, um, which makes it, me so happy to hear. <laughs> so two and a half years, you know, I've had a kid. I have left my my full time job. I have started my freelance writing thing. It helped me to so much. It was like it was like a brand ex. It wasn't just a photo shoot. It was a brand exercise for me to kind of find my own voice. Truthfully, yeah, yeah. And so is that why it's like become a thing? So yeah, it's a it's a thing because people want when when you're thinking about an online business or even not even an online business, a service provider, um, a an a retail storefront, people want to feel good about their purchases. We're in a world where we're just bombarded by all the things materialistic. It's like we want to we want to buy something that means something to us that we can relate to that if we're buying a service, like if I'm going to hire somebody to, you know, redo my website or write some of my copy or, you know, uh, do my bookkeeping, I want to make sure that this person is going to not only know, like be the expert. So I want to know that, but I also want to know that they take pride in their own business and that Mm -hmm. I can relate to them. So for me, if if I go to a website and it's like completely outdated and has terrible images, it does nothing for me. It doesn't get me excited. Maybe if I dig a little bit further, if I kind of like put the aesthetics aside and dig further, I might then feel okay about what it is they're offering. But if I go to a website and I can clearly see who this person is, um, what it is that they do, and it's, you know, it's well put together, polished, I know that they take their job seriously, mm-hmm. um, at least from that perspective. And what this also does, what brand photography also does is, is, yeah, tell those stories about who this person is to start building that trust factor. So, People, you know, there's the, that phrase, people buy from who, you know, people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. So I know from a personal experience, you know, if I can relate to somebody and how do you, how do you relate to somebody? You want to know a little bit about their personality. So with brand photography, try and touch upon what your personality is. Um, and then with brand photography, it helps build that trust by showing up consistently. You actually have images to post beforehand, you might just be posting selfies or pictures of, you know, random things. People want to see you as uncomfortable as sometimes that is for people. People Mm -hmm. like to um, see who it is behind the business. So it's a thing because it's the way we do business and the way we purchase these days. And it's, what would you say, because you were saying no matter how uncomfortable that is, it is for some people, it's very uncomfortable, you know, um, I kind of, well, you know, you know, my nanny, 
you know, my mm-hmm. 99-year-old nanny, photographer yes. nanny. So yes. I've grown up in front of a camera most of my life. But for some people, it's very uncomfortable for them to be in front of a camera. What do you, I know this kind of veers off a little bit from brand photographer method, but I know that you also instruct your, your, your students in this. How do you make somebody who may not usually feel comfortable on camera to, to relax? I'm so just saying- I- I think it even goes before getting in front of the camera. And that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the shoot planning process, if they're confident going into the shoot, like they know what they need to bring. They know the outfits they need to get. They, you know, they've got the hair and makeup scheduled. It's just going to make them feel a little, they still might be nervous. Like, you know, yeah. the camera freaks them out, but starting that confidence factor with the shoot plan process and making th- them feel as good and confident as possible going into it before we even get them in front of the camera. I think that is really important. And then, yes, there are certain ways as a photographer that I go about having my clients feel comfortable. The biggest thing you can do, and this is really what I do almost for every single session is like that first photo, you're going to set them up. You're going to say, okay, sit here, do this. And (laughs) then like stuff gets real. It gets real for them. And they're like, they sometimes get, you know, they can get a little bit nervous, you know, stiff up and it's not a relaxing environment. So I never have them look at the camera for the very first shot. I say, don't look at me, Hmm. just do what you're doing. Maybe I'll have them behind their laptop. Maybe I'll have them just sitting there and I'll just tell them to look away. Don't look at me because they get super nervous when they're looking at the camera. So that's just one tactic I have. The other thing is, you know, just really telling them that they're doing great, that they're doing fantastic. And the other thing is they want to be guided. They want to know what to do with that arm, what to do with their face, what to do with their the head, how much tilt. And so when you tell them, oh, just adjust this a little bit, but then reassure them as you're shooting um, is my approach. And that generally makes it easier. The other thing that I've been trying to do more of, if I can, is play music (laughs) during the shoot. So it just adds a little bit of It totally relaxes you, you know, especially if if you got some good tunes on there, why not? Changes the whole mood Mm -hmm. of the room. Now, why is it important to consider it part you've kind of touched on this but part of your marketing program and how how is it this is going to be a big one I think for our audience how does it save you time yeah up level your content yeah so what I tell my clients and and potential clients or anybody that's looking to hire a brand photography session they're always concerned about the investment it is a big investment it is a form of commercial photography so it is going to be more expensive than your average family session because the value the inherent value of the images is higher so you're going to say, oh my gosh, it's a big investment. And what I tell my clients is to make it part of your marketing program, your marketing strategy, have it built into your marketing budget. Because what it does is now you don't have to worry about, okay, what images am I going to use for my blog post? What images yeah. am I going to use for um, you know, my Instagram post? They are there. And so what the process really can look like for a client is you get your images from your gallery, you download those. They mm-hmm. now you have an image like a, a library of images that you can plan all your content from. So you're not searching, you know, for that last selfie you took on your cell phone. You're not searching the internet for a stock image that might work out. Now, granted, a lot of my clients still do sprinkle in stock images as needed. And I'm not yeah. saying that stock images are bad, um, but 
what brand photography really does is set that personal tone and it saves you time by just having those images readily available to you and you can hand them off to any of your staff let's say you do have somebody that writes your blog post throw them in a google drive make them accessible to your staff and they can you know use the images however you need so i always say consider it part of your marketing strategy because you will see uh, a return in that investment from that perspective I definitely have because like, as I said, I'm still using those photos and I, you know, it's funny on Sunday, I actually like set up my own lights and started taking my, it's so much harder when you're using a self timer guys, just hire somebody. I just had a shoot with a, another blogger and she does the same thing. She's like, I have to set up the tripod and then I have to have a and sometimes slow... it's a necessary evil if you've got something that and that's up quick. Exactly. And she's like, and then I have to have the, sl- you know, she likes the light, lighter look. So she always has it on a lower shutter speed. And then the blur, mm-hmm. she has to be very careful about that. So it's just a lot of work. So she's like, I just, I need more photos of me. I need, and I don't want to be spending a lot of time with setup and breakdown. I rather just have someone do it for me. And so that's the other thing is if you need a lot of content and it's taking up a lot of your time setting up and breaking down, yeah, that's a time saver for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that really I, I always I love reading about is how you got into brand photography, like why you ended up getting into brand photography. And one of the essentially one of the things is time. You wanted time with your husband and with your adorable little dog. And that's why you ended up kind of moving away from the wedding and family photography. So tell us why, why was that? Why is it so different branding photography versus the wedding and family photography? And how has that ended up saving you time? Yeah. So I guess maybe I should just tell a little bit about my, my journey. I mean, you Mm -hmm. kind of touched upon it, but Um, You know, I was doing shooting weddings and families from, you know, around I started around 2011, but really started getting paid 2013. And up until 2017, I was really just doing mainly weddings and families. And every weekend I was pretty much booked doing something in the summer and in New England, our summers are so short. I was missing out on a lot of like outdoor barbecues and family time and time with my husband uh, t- you know, traveling, you know, yeah. oh, you want to go to the Cape this weekend? Nope. Sorry. Got a wedding to shoot or, you know, whatever. And then I would find myself spending so many hours on editing, feeling like I got hit by a dump truck by Monday morning. It was just, and the other thing is it just, I, I loved my clients and their weddings. I would tear up nearly at every wedding, like your wedding, mm-hmm. like just start to tear behind the camera. Like, yeah. but I'm not a, It's going to sound maybe a little off, but I'm not a love, love kind of person. And I know some photographers that are love, love photographers, and they nail weddings time in and time out. And that is That's not to say that you would do, you nailed our wedding. Like, and every wedding I've seen, you nailed it. Like, that's, believe me, guys. Oh, thank you. It's amazing. But, um, you know, at the end of my 2017 season, I knew I needed a change. And Mm -hmm. so I had heard about brand photography or branding photography. And I decided to do some mini sessions here in Boston. I said, let me just give it a try. That was early 2018. I booked two clients for the mini session. 
event. I booked a room in Boston. So I lost money actually because the I remember that. Yeah. That was in the building that actually my job was in Mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So the what I was charging didn't even cover the cost of the space, but I really loved brand photography. So throughout 2018, as I was continuing continuing shooting weddings and families, I added brand photography to my list of services. I did a portfolio build. You are one of you are one of those portfolio build clients. And, you know, by the end of 2018, you know, with several more weddings under my belt and families under my belt, I was at that point again at the end of the season where I was just feeling really burnt out. And I said, I can't do this anymore. I need to make a change. And I love branding photography. I loved all my portfolio builds, love the mini session. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to say no to any more inquiries. So what ended up happening is because I had pre-booked some weddings for 2019, I still was obligated to shoot those and that was fine. And that almost gave me like a buffer to help transition in 2019. So, but I didn't take on any more family and wedding clients. Um, But what I realized through that process was that, yeah, it is a lot different than families and weddings and to get it right, there is a certain level of planning that goes into it. Um, but what I've done is really streamline the process from a questionnaire to a Pinterest exercise to hopping on a call with them, really nailing down the details of what we're going to shoot and making sure that my client is just super well prepared. That's what I mm-hmm. found is they want, they are willing to do a lot of the work. And I think jumping into it, I was doing so much of the back end. I was doing a lot of the work myself, whereas I was like, I need to put a little bit back on my clients and they're fine with it. Just tell them what they need to bring, tell them what they should wear and they're Mm -hmm. happy to do so. So with family clients, some of them would ask for outfit ideas and I would give some suggestions, but that was pretty much it. And we would show up and usually that worked. Um, Weddings, what was tough about weddings is a lot of the timeline and the the aesthetic and everything was really just on the client. That's really what they did. So one reason I feel like I love branding photography over weddings is I have a lot more creative control. Mm. And, um, you know, in terms of how I'm going to shape the shoot when it's a wedding, it's client's vision, which is great. Um, But at the same time, it didn't leave a lot of creative control other than just. And you are so creative. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's one of the reasons I love you so much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, so so what do you – so now you've kind of shifted, right? Mm-hmm. To You're still doing branding, which is awesome. But I feel like you um, really pivoted towards the pandemic – during the pandemic because you also started educating photographers who may have been feeling the same way um, as you mm-hmm. did with that burnout. That's something you've talked about a lot on your Instagram yeah. and everything that burnout. And, you know, that's how the brand photographer method kind of. Yes. Yeah, so I was, to life. I was getting a lot of questions from other photographers on brand photography and branding. And, you know, I was getting DMS and I was sharing a lot of what I already knew. And I was like, you mm-hmm. know what, I should just, you know, see if I can create like a course for them. Just yeah. After I felt like I had a confident process in place, I was like, let me just share what I know because I know how frustrating it is to like not know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and feel lost in in a new genre of photography because it is different. And if you're going to offer this service, there is a few things that I feel like photographers miss, you know, how to come up with shoe plans, how to stay organized, how to portfolio build. 
um, and how to even get started. And then as far as marketing yourself, it's different. I never really had a network. I really never had to put myself out a little bit more uh, with weddings and families. But at the same time, I was always really burnt out that I felt like I didn't have time to do that. And I didn't really even want to build my business. At the end of every season, I was always like, I'm going to take on less next year. Like what business owner says that? You want to take on more. I want to make more. I remember you would, because we would talk about it. And, you know, I looked at your stuff and I was like, Jesse, you're so talented. And you would say to me this, you know, you know, Kate, I'm, I'm not really sure if I'm going to stay with the photography thing. You you said that to me mm-hmm. five or six times. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, because I hadn't met, made that jump from the full-time job to freelancing. I remember thinking to myself, she has the most awesome life where she gets to like call her own shots and, you know, shoot, shoot, you know, do what she loves doing, which is photography. And she's so good at it. Like, I don't understand this at all. And then now that I've, I, this is what yeah. I thought, right. Yeah. And now a starting my own entrepreneur, you know, life and everything, I kind of understand the burnout situation. You know, sometimes you take on too much and you're like, oof, I need to back off. Mm-hmm. But you you making this pivot that I've I've seen so much more joy not in not only in your your attitude and your yourself and in doing this podcast with you getting to know you even better but also in your work you really yeah. it's obvious that you absolutely love what you do yeah and that's one thing I struggled with as a wedding and family photographer it wasn't you know I said like I I don't love love and I really love working with business owners apparently that's where my love lies and that's yep. what really lights me up and I think Um, people see that in my work like you do and people want to hire a photographer like that. And so that's what I wanted to share. I wanted to share my, the way I do it. And Mm -hmm. that's what I teach in the brand photographer method is, is exactly how I get my own clients, my process. Everything is pretty much an open book with the way I do it. And that's how I teach it in the brand photographer method. So um, yeah. That's, now, that's how that you started. Mentioned, you mentioned something about, um, you know, how you, when you were doing weddings, you weren't really like marketing or, um, you know, putting yourself out there networking. Now that you're doing um, brand photography and you, you know, you've kind of put limits on yourself, like people can check out your blog and read about how you've kind of, um, you know, put business hours on your business instead of working all the time like you shouldn't be. What, where do you find your clients as a brand photographer? Where, where are those, where do you do your networking? Yeah. So the main source of my clients come from networking or referrals from past clients or people that just love my business. So I'll give a couple of examples. So networking is something that I do actively. So I am a paid member of a local group here in Boston, the Boston Business Women, where I I'm not the salesy type, so I'm not in this. And and when I say group, it's mainly a Facebook interaction. I haven't actually right. gone to any of their live events, especially since we've been in a pandemic. Um, yeah. But my connection with people in the group um, has allowed me to, you know, what like introduce myself every once in a while. So I'll say, hey, you know. I know there's a lot of new followers. I'm Jesse Wyman. I'm owner of Jesse Wyman Photography. 
that kind of thing, which I don't do a lot often because again, I'm not like super salesy, but I try to just pop in and provide value to other people looking for just recommendations here or recommendations there related or unrelated to photography. Um, And then before the pandemic, I was trying to go to in-person events at least one time a month. And that's what I recommend really with any entrepreneur. And I, you know, when I was working wedding and families, I Again, I was like holding myself back. So I really didn't push myself. And I, you know, I would get clients mainly through referrals through that business. But with brand photography, it's all about making relationships and it's a little bit longer game, but showing up in person so that people can actually feel comfortable with you. So brand photography, as we, you know, touched upon before, people can get really nervous in front of the camera. And they want to make sure that, okay, if they can feel comfortable with you in person, Mm -hmm. like just having a conversation and feel natural with you, they're going to say, you know what? I actually, you know, felt really comfortable. I really liked Jesse just like chatting and having coffee with her. I bet like. I can't imagine anybody not liking you, but. (laughs) Maybe or being I able to have a conversation because like, uh, I think the first day we met, we just like were best friends anyways. So yeah, well, I think I was a few <laughs> cocktails in by the time you got, you <laughs> got to that bar that we met at. But um, yes, but yeah, I, I think just showing your personality and showing that you're, you would be the person they would, would want to hire. And that's yeah. really what I try and do in person and online with networking. And then referrals is the other way I mainly get clients. So you can do, you get referrals from a couple of ways. So number one, you just give an amazing client experience where they're just going to like rave about you to mm-hmm. anybody, especially like even on Facebook when you, he- when you see those, does anybody have any recommendations for a headshot photographer or brand I always photographer? see people suggesting you. Yeah. Always. So, so there's that. And, you know, a lot of other photographers get recommended and that's okay. And if they don't go with me, that's okay. But a lot of them are going to be inside referrals too. So <laughs> somebody they know might be posting pictures, right? So let's say, let's say you see someone on Instagram and you're like, wow, her photos are really good. I'm going to see who she used. And that has happened to me. And so yeah. I've had a couple of clients be like, oh, I, I actually found you through um, this other person. I saw her photos and I thought they were great. And I had to ask who she used and she, you were it. So so that's another way for referrals. The other way, actually, I guess there's three ways for referrals. This is another way is just making connections with other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. For example, I'm in a separate sort of networking group here in the Boston area where I hit it off with one of the the people who regularly attend. And we are, you know, I would say we're actually pretty good friends now. And she's referred me to a lot of her own clients. Now she is a client of mine. But even before we worked together, she was referring me to her own clients. So I also get a referrals that way. Um, social media managers in this area, in the Boston area, actually refer me a lot because they their clients need images. Like if they're oh, going, yeah. working on some of their clients' Instagram pages who are you know, probably chuck full of terrible images, they're going to say, hey, you know what? I need content to plan your Instagram posts. Take a look at Jesse Wyman photography. So that's Mm -hmm. another um, way to get clients. Um, If you're a photographer just starting out and you're like, well, I have no content at all to be sharing. I don't know where to start. You can definitely start by networking. You don't need necessarily content for that. The other thing is to start just portfolio building. I would recommend doing, you know, anywhere between one and three portfolio builds and showcase the crap out of it. Show it on your Instagram, do blog posts, put it up on your website. Nobody has to know that it was a portfolio build session or that you did it for free or at low cost. Nobody has to know that you're still 
doing the work and showing that you can do the work. And I, I never told anybody that it was just a portfolio build for you when it came. Like, this is the first time I've actually admitted, like, to anybody except for my mom and Alex, my husband. Yeah. That, like, that like you had actually approached me to do this as mm-hmm. a portfolio to build. So, you know, I just kept telling people how awesome it was. And I think, you know, I think it with you, Jesse, it goes back to when I was talking about how you did weddings, right? And hopefully when someone gets married, they do it once and they're done, Right. With a brand photographer, and I notice this a lot with the clients that you have, people keep coming back. And I think that relates back to what you were talking about, serving, not just selling. And that mm-hmm. has been something that you I know you talk about this a lot. You, you provide such an experience for people that isn't just selling, you know, your mem- you know, because you have memberships. It isn't just about selling memberships. It isn't just about selling great photos or anything. You serve your clients because you really help them. As I said, you helped me figure out my own brand that, you know, two and a half years ago, you've continued to do that. And I think that's what a good brand photographer does. So if there's anybody listening here that, you know, is a photographer who wants to explore this, Jesse really is your gal because, yeah. And one thing one thing I tell my students is you don't have to be a brand expert to be a yeah. brand photographer. And that was one of the, I would say, limiting beliefs I had just starting out. You know, when I really started getting into the thick of it, I was like, well, who am I to like create these stories for a brand? Like, what does that even mean? Like, what is a what it, what does that even look like? And what I always say is they don't even if you're working with a client like you and you don't have an established brand, that's okay. You just have to know to write, to ask Mm -hmm. the right questions um, and dig a little bit deeper. And that's what I teach in the brand photographer method is to dig a little bit deeper. And again, to put a lot of this back on the client, which I think um, has been a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. So, so again, you don't have to be a brand strategist. You don't have to be a brand expert. You don't have to be a brand designer to be a brand photographer. And I actually think you're doing them a favor and putting it back on them because it really, it makes them think. Because let's face it, if you, it is an investment, which, you know, is important. You shouldn't, you should be investing in yourself and in good photography for your website, for your Instagram, everything. But people should be, if they're going to spend money, they should be willing to also invest their time in figuring things out themselves too. Yeah. And well, it's a collaboration. So for the, yeah, for the client side. So, yeah, so. If they have no idea, that's what my questionnaire is for. And yeah. it does get them thinking. So I'm I'm not going to necessarily like not help. Like I'm not going to no, say, no, well, no. you got to figure it out. No. no, it's all about asking the right questions. Yeah. So my questionnaire really gets gets at that. And again, I get on the phone with my clients. I mm-hmm. get on the phone before they book and I get on the phone for a shoot shoot plan call is what I call it. And yep. we, if there's, you know, if there's still any sort of, question on which direction we need to go. Um, you know, that's where it gets ironed out. And it's it is very much a collaboration. Um, but asking the right questions. And the majority of the time, my clients are thankful I've asked these questions because sometimes yeah. they haven't had the time to really sit down and think about it. And this gives them that prompt to do so. And the excuse. Sometimes you don't think I can't I don't have time to do this yeah. but then when, when somebody else is asking you it and you know that it's going to be for something like this it's like okay I actually have to sit down and do this and truthfully with your process it's inspired my own process with um, my freelance writing you know I sit down with people and I try to get to know them and talk with them and get you know because I'm writing for them I try to get their voice so truthfully I mean 
even if the brand photographer, even if you're not a brand photographer, you're not looking to go into brand photography. If you want to learn anything about working with clients, follow Jesse <laughs> online because even oh. just just no just working with you know working with you has been eye-opening um, well we also are business helpful. besties so you know well yeah i am totally i should just impress with this i'm totally biased guys because as you all know we are podcast hosts and as i said we have worked with each other you know known each other for 10 almost 11 years now so i'm biased <laughs> but just take it from where it's coming from no so jesse finally where can people see you follow you we've kind of talked about this before but you know where where can they get at you okay so i am at a lot of places so (laughs) um if you're interested in following my brand photography business um i'm at jesse wyman photos on instagram or jesse wyman photography.com that's where i have my photography business um if you're looking to find out more about becoming a brand photographer or learning more about the brand photography business side of things you can follow me on instagram at the brand photographer method mm-hmm. uh you can also find out more on my website the brand method.com a lot of information is there um i'm actually also holding a online workshop for brand photographers so you can register for that i think we're going to link up to it in the show notes yep, that'll be on there yep and if you're happening to you know listen to this post later i guess if you yeah after this, the workshop head to yep. the website and you can definitely find out more and of course the brand photographer method.com is yes. uh, the newest site so jesse i'm just gonna say that i need to sign up for a new brand another branding shoot with you um and if i ever get any good at photography i'm totally gonna take the brand photographer method mm-hmm. i would love so, to you know you. i mean yeah <laughs> yeah let's do it let's do it all all the things let's do it all let's do it all all right, so now we're ready to let them in on other big news. I know. I think so, Jesse. This is so exciting. Woohoo. Okay, you guys ready? So Cocktails and Content Creation will be moving to a weekly schedule. Guys, we have so much content content uh, that we literally <laughs> are going to be airing once a week instead of uh, bi- bi-weekly. Is that right? Bi-weekly? Yeah, Bye. bi-weekly. So mm-hmm. that's right. Your favorite content creation podcast will be now will now be releasing all new episodes every week. Woo-hoo! Which just means more work for you, Kate, because you are I... chief editing officer and lead, well, if I had, lead producer. <laughs> if I had more shows like this where you basically write the show notes for me, it would be yeah. so wonderful. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'm just going to basically take that first section up there ahead that you were talking about. Here's what I'm going to talk about and drop it in. So and it's no, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why we want to take it weekly is, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, and now that the secret's out, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes where we have all of those great resources that Jesse's going to be sharing, head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com and make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. You can leave us a comment, what you want us to talk about. We love hearing from our listeners. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I'm Kate Andrews. And you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionly Kate & Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. And I know I mentioned all the things, but I'm going to mention it one more Do time it. for you. I am at Jesse Wyman Photos. And if you're interested in brand photography, you can follow me at The Brand Photographer Method. And as I mentioned during the show, I'll be hosting a online workshop on May 4th. So make sure to head to my uh, my IG 
Instagram, you know, and you register, so cool. register to join. Or if you're listening after the fact, head over to my website, thebrandphotographermethod.com for more information about the course. I am also going to link up to my shoot planning guide. It's my client facing document. So you can, if you're interested in booking a session, if you're in the brand Boston area and need a brand session, you will be confident going into your first brand shoot with me. And uh, yeah, make sure to tune in next week when we learn all about ways to repurpose our content using the content gold mine. Kate, uh, Mary Kate Gulick, content marketing coach and strategist, will be discussing how she takes one big piece of content and turns it into little bite-sized pieces, about 12 to eight months, 18 months worth of material. If you're curious, we are too. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.